we up. Things just happen. Roll us in, Zoom. Can the people? There it is. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Super what? Late at three six eight. Today with me, as always, is my co-host, the venerable writer, rocker of the quarantine stash, the foremost expert on Wooly Pokemon, Bijan. Wooly. BC corrected me. Bijan. <laughs> Steven. How you doing, Bijan? Oh, I'm doing well, Gabe. Hello. I'm glad to be back here with you. Chat and also with you, Gabe. Oh, wow. Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you too. Uh, I'm really excited. Today's going to be fun. I feel like we got some stuff on our plate. What's on the slate? Show me the slate. All right. Show me the slate. So today's run of show, right? We're going to start off. We're going to start with Travis Scott having his Fortnite tour. There was some mm -hmm. Facebook gaming stuff, lol, because Facebook gaming is a thing and we still laugh. And some things involving Disguised Toast that just recently came out that Bijan Burrows attention to. Then we have an interview guest spot with. Somebody you may know him. His name is Slasher. Yeah. You <laughs> might know him. You might know him, you know. And then in the end, you know, there's some other things that came up throughout the week that maybe me and Bijan will catch up if we have time. So they're in the stuff category. Bijan has the, the mm -hmm. no on all those things. Um, but yeah, man, let's let's how your week been, Bijan? Everything been good? You know, I it's it's been it's been a week. I I it's weird because I, I I keep losing track of the days. I don't know if this has been happening to you, but I found like a lot of value in novelty Twitter accounts that are always just like novelty hey, Twitter accounts. You, it's like, hey. Thursday, what a concept, you know, like, and it's like the, the fucking Russian doll screenshot. There's an account that tweets that every Thursday, so I know what day it is. And yeah, so I've been, I've been having a week. It, it, it like every week feels the same. How's your week? How's, how's uh, it been? It's, uh, it's been great. I mean, you know, just, just doing a million pushups and pull-ups. I don't know what else to do mm -hmm. with myself. been playing a lot of Valorant. Um, I'm sure we'll get into that with Rod later. Uh, I mean, you still have yet to play Valorant, so I'm just I waiting do. for you to get on well, that at some point. Hey, look, what if I said I wanted to hear from the, the foremost expert on Valorant right before now I oh, before I got into it? Yeah, what uh, if I said that? I mean, Rod does have over 10,000 hours of CSGO, so he is an FPS fucking stan. So Legend. he's definitely got you. Um, but let's just let's kick it off, right? Travis Scott yeah. doesn't play yeah. Fortnite. Travis Scott had a tour in Fortnite. Has a tour in Fortnite. It's still Has. happening. Travis Scott is playing currently in virtual yeah. reality. Um, but yeah, it was it's it's cool. I think. I mean, it's the second of its kind. Marshmallow did this last year, biggest event in Fortnite. I think before the Black Hole. I don't know. The Black Hole might have been bigger. I don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's a huge moment because Travis Scott. If you fast forward about two years, right? It's been like two years now, which is crazy. He played with Ninja and Drake. Yeah. But that that broke the internet. Six hundred thousand people were watching on Ninja's channel. Uh, so Travis Scott getting his own version. Sorry, excuse me. I just had a lot of Chipotle. Also, shout out. To Chipotle not sponsoring. Um, hey, but they can sponsor Chipotle. They can please. sponsor, yo. Chipotle tweets. Get at us. Uh, get at us. Also, so Travis Scott being probably one of the top three, if not the most relevant hip-hop artists today in the modern era. I mean, World, which is uh, World mm -hmm. tour, the festival, which he does in Houston. This is what essentially is happening in Fortnite. He's bringing that experience to the people in Fortnite, which is mm -hmm. huge because if people, I mean, the big thing with Travis Scott was uh wishing you were here that was a big that was a big line for him I'm, maybe oh. I'm, maybe i'm messing that up so yeah. people can now get that similar experience like what you said with them having a whole bunch of heads all yeah. over the map and uh, there's a but, stage there's like a yeah. concert area there's a glider it's a roller coaster there's a skin you there's get a, a skin. skin i'm gonna say that's a little weird to me like you can <laughs> you can be travis scott and yeah. the weirdest thing to me is like they're like so the, the skins that you can be it was like before it was um what's his name finn from star yeah. wars ray yeah. Yeah. Uh, Kylo Ren. So you yeah. can be <laughs> two black dudes. <laughs> like, it seems like, I don't know. I feel like we're over indexing on uh, 
black skins, but we'll figure it out. I don't know. We'll I mean, my, my only issue with the skin was was the fit of his pants because I know yeah. Travis oh, Scott wears fine. giant pants. Those pants were mad fitted. I was like, Travis Scott don't dress like this, but it, it was it was it was very reminiscent of his rodeo days. I, I did like the Cactus Jack back bling thing. It's like oh, a little yeah. cactus. Yeah, it's like it's, it's cool branding. Like I Astro think it's Jack cool. too, the, when he's in the, yeah. the astronaut suit, that's pretty great. Who do you think yeah. would get one next though? Like after this. Oh, that's a really hard thing. I, I, you know, I feel like probably like somebody like Offset. I feel like somebody who's like mm -hmm. who is into gaming, but is like maybe T Pain. Like fuck it, I don't know. Like <laughs> somebody who's like into gaming is a gamer, but isn't like like and is I guess torn right now and making music, but isn't yeah maybe like what we'd first think because like Drake's not gonna get a Fortnite skin, right? I mean, right. it's possible. Sure, there's Pretty Jordans sure. in Fortnite. I mean, anything can happen. I mean, I think the obvious one to go with because he does have an album coming out soon is either Drake, but also uh, what I would think would make the most sense is Kanye making a Fortnite appearance because nope. because of this. Travis Scott's Astro Fest and most people's tours, like the way they're designed, when Kanye did the Glow in the Dark tour, it was an amazing tour. It's one of the best tours mm -hmm. that ever happened. Super sure. stage, everything. All of Kanye's tours have been very interactive So and have these huge themes. So it would make sense from that perspective to have someone like that have a tour in the game just because he gets animated with his with his stage presence and everything. Right. Um, well, and I mean, Kanye's going to be funny as hell. You have to think that like Fortnite is fielding a lot more of these inquiries from yeah. big artists because it's like you can't go outside. You can't have people like a lot of people in a, in a shared space together. Yeah. And like, I mean, Fortnite is like one of the biggest like online spaces in the world. Like it is, it is like, you know, it's like Minecraft. It's huge. It's like, it's massive. And also there are Minecraft concerts happening now. Like there's block by block West, which is block coming up. By block West. Yeah. Isn't that sick? That's such a good name. Uh, but also like, you know, like uh, a fucking American football played Minecraft like last week. Isn't that insane? Yes. I don't know. I was into it. I mean, hey, Fortnite's got to try to stay relevant as much as they possibly yeah. can. They're losing inch by inch every day. I hear, it's I see true. on Twitter people just saying that, ah, oh, I'm done with Fortnite. I want to play. Like, all the pros and the people who have like followers, yeah. of course, the casual fans who play Fortnite, they're still going to play it. And it's also yeah. another news in Fortnite. Uh, Google Play Store finally got its own Fortnite mobile client. And oh, I know yeah. that seems weird as hell because Fortnite mobile's been out for like two years now, too. And uh, Epic had something to say about it. They said specifically they were kind of weirded out by the fact that Google was taking a 30% cut of all the transactions that are happening in Fortnite mobile on the Google play store, which was, you know, for them, they only think, I think, I think they only take a 15% cut on the Epic store mm -hmm. or something. They were trying to like frame, like how they take percentages out of things on their store. Right, right, right. But I'm just like, Epic, I mean, dude, you're making like a billion dollars, like off these kids <laughs> anyway. Like, I think but like that, those percentage points matter when it's that much money. So True. I mean, I get it. I get it. But look, all I have to say is like this is much better than the Avengers collab, which was fine. Ah, uh, the Thanos freaking game tight was amazing. It was dude. fun. That was fun. It was like fun. being able to get the gauntlet and come down to Thanos and just smack people all day. That was the it funnest was fun. thing I've ever done. But like I, I just I, thought, I was done. I was just like, oh, it's crave. It's like, ugh, this is like ugh. I feel like I'm playing ugh. an ad. It's <laughs> look, it's not pure like Valorant. Oh, it's, like, oh no, it's not that yeah, pure, pure. Um also <laughs> Facebook gaming. <laughs> Somehow, wait, wait, still wait, 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 wait. Before we do that, yeah. If you want to watch Travis Scott, it's not oh. only tonight that he's playing. It's tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern. Saturday, so the day after tomorrow. It's hard to tell. I know. Midnight Eastern, 11 a.m. and then 6 p.m. on Saturday. These so it's like you, early ass shows, bro. You have like yeah, you have like a little bit of time to sort of, you know. 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for Travis Scott. Travis don't even show up on time to his actual shows. What is this 10 a.m. stuff?
I'm sure it's pre-recorded, but I we don't know. Uh, we don't know. I'm, we don't know. I'm thinking he's actually like at his house right now with a microphone set up doing a tour. <laughs> at his, but of course, my dumbass wouldn't see that. Yeah, they probably just pre-made this. Yeah, but, some childish Gambino shit. Anyway, yeah, let's continue on. Facebook Gaming somehow mm-hmm. still being number three in the streaming platform wars. It's, I mean, look, Facebook huge. has a huge audience. Don't even don't even act like it's surprising. Is it huge? Is it? What's more surprising is Twitch is still number one. It's <laughs> like you and Facebook are massive. It's like, beca- it's just, it's just because Twitch is the easiest to view on. It's like yeah. YouTube, you have to go to YouTube Gaming, you have to click on a tab to see your stuff. Facebook, you have to go to Facebook.gg. Twitch, you just go to Twitch.tv, and you already know what you're getting into. You don't have to look for stuff, which is, I mean, yeah. Granted, that kind of goes against like some of the younger creators, like them creating content because there's no built-in like search algorithms or stuff like that you can use to find people. Sure. But like part of that makes it just so appealing to just go on Twitch because you just go on and find a show immediately. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, but I also will say the the recommendation algorithm got a whole lot better very recently because they had a yeah. whole team sort of working on that. But I, I also would I, I think the larger point is that Twitch has its own specific culture and it has defined live streaming, which is why those other two networks are trailing because it's like yeah. you know what's a YouTube live stream? It's hard to tell. Uh, Courage JD is like the guy who's like making YouTube live streams happen. Yeah. Um, and Valkyrie. Is, and Valkyrie, yeah. Shouts to her. Uh, who is streaming right now, also. Yep. Hey, counter streaming. All right, back to what we talk about Facebook gaming. They are quite okay. So they only have like three big partners you could know of Corona, 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 Cough, Disguise Toast, Disguise Toast, uh, and Zero, who you may know as a Smash player. And in recent mm-hmm. news, oh, yeah. Uh, Disguised Toast, who's literally stolen the bag, left, right, and center, has had another moment. He deposited that bag back into the bank he stole it from. It was incredible. He's back on Twitch. He's back on Twitch. He's figured out a loophole. I think the greatest thing about that is, like, his, his reasoning, which I think is actually really brilliant, is that, like, Facebook does not promote live like streams that aren't live gaming which like i totally get like facebook is like okay we want to be live streaming we have facebook live but we have facebook gaming which is a specific thing and they were just like yeah sure go stream on twitch so he does just chatting streams and hinted that he'll be doing them more regularly which is a great way to keep both of your fan bases happy i'm into it as a move i don't know i think it's great what do you think i mean i think my man just said yo uh facebook I'm not getting the same kind of numbers here. I want to stay with you, but I'm gonna need a little bit, a little bit more leader with my contract, because uh, you know Twitch would never give him that deal. Twitch would like, never. Hell no, no, no. You have to stream exclusively out here. We want to yeah, hear about sure. it. We want to see about it. So, I mean, it's great. I mean, hey, if you can find another way to activate your audience, like at the end of the day, I feel like I do spoke about this last on the last episode. If he doesn't stream on Twitch, it doesn't matter because if and when his contract expires with Facebook and he wants to come back, you'll get all his viewers back because it'll, it'll just be back. Break, it'll break the internet. People will be like, oh my God, this guy's toast is back. Oh my God, we got to watch it now. He, I think he he cracked like he was like, he cracked like 24,000 yeah. viewers and like was like, it was like top 10 streams while he was streaming. And, you big know, deal. Like, big deal. Huge Easy to just deal. sit there and chat up about like whatever's going on. How's working at working with Facebook? You can talk about anything on just chatting. It's yeah. just like I mean, he did. Uh, to to be fair, he did say he would have taken that deal again if it had been offered to him now. So I yeah. I, I, feel, I mean, I feel like he's you know he's like doing his part to be an ambassador for Facebook, but also like knows where the money is and knows what's going on. He's a savvy dude. Yeah, I mean, the opportunities are available on Twitch. Biggest yeah. audience, like what is it, four six million people watching right now? Like every, it was like the oh, peak God, current yeah. recently. It's like at this point in time, like no one expected, of course, COVID. 19 to happen now it's like you know the opportunity for you to just like build your audience even further is just huge like tim the tap man 
I mean, he's got numbers I've never seen him ever get just because of what's going on with Valorant. Dude, uh, it's amazing. Like 100,000 people. That like 100, that is a huge, huge, huge thing. I mean, it's it's funny because YouTube, I feel like YouTube stats are a little different because I feel like yeah. you can get like that many people watching on YouTube more easily. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it's an algorithm thing. I have no idea. Well, it's just because like on YouTube, it's it's easier to one search content right you can create a title that people can type in anything and you'll pop up in the recommended then you can also do something in the metadata like in your description and you know put words and words and words so you just rank higher in seo and then your thumbnail which is the thing you have no right. control over on twitch which is very important for standing making your video stand out you can see what valkyrie's recent uh twitch stream she's been doing these very specific thumbnails that's how you stand out so it's so easy for people to like find your stream versus a mm -hmm. twitch where it's just uh you know just a c at the end of the day and whether you catch something is a different story uh yeah but damn i was gonna go with this thought Bijan, i don't know but i like it i really liked it i was like i was all in bro uh no but yeah, like i, so I, I do want to yeah it's okay it happens to all of us yeah i mean how was, how was your week i mean like tell me tell me more about yourself like what what's I, I told you enough about myself oh, okay uh, all right so for no, wait anyway. hold on hold on <laughs> go to the slate go to the slate bro all right this we, got we can this. talk about this right now because it is going on. Uh, Animal Crossing. Oh, Lot Animal Crossing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Love. I thought we were going to do it. I thought we were going to do some nah, nah. caffeine. No. Oh, that was the thing I was missing on the slate. Caffeine doesn't exist. <laughs> okay, so here's, here's what he means. We talked about this before, which is why we have a run-up show. We're professionals here, please. But, okay, so the first thing that you need to know, Facebook, third in the live streaming wars in terms of hours watched. Second thing you need to know, there are a bunch of smaller things. There's Mixer. There is something like there's Caffeine, which is like a different a different live streaming service. It is it was uh, Fox and Disney invested in it to the tune of like $100 million. It was nine figures of investment. I've written about them before. They're a very, very interesting company. Um, but their, their move, which I think is like very fascinating, sort of mirrors what Twitch and Mixer have been doing with big streamers. They've just been getting huge celebrities to do shows on their platform. Yeah. Which I kind of, it, which, which seems sort of brilliant, right? Like on its face, it seems cool and smart, except for the fact that celebrities' audiences are not the kind of people who want to watch live streaming. And also, live streaming is hard, which means that like doing these shows is also very difficult. Uh, and like, so COVID 19 happened and I don't like the last news I saw about caffeine before all of this was that fucking Drake had signed an exclusive deal with caffeine. And I was like, I got that. I got that news. And I was like, yo, yo, Drake is doing live streaming and he, he's not going to Twitch. What? And then it turns out it was a deal to like bring the ultimate rap league, which is a rap battle league, venerable, great stuff to caffeine, which like is like, okay, uh, Drake is doing rap battles. Now there's actually a really great clip from, I think it's like 2015 when he somebody like he goes to one of these events and uh and is challenged to a rap battle and then declines <laughs> it is like one of the cool. greatest it's so yeah he knows and it's great but anyway my point is like caffeine has gotten the biggest star in the world the biggest rapper in the world right now uh yeah. and just you know like it's like i don't know it's it's interesting because it, on the one hand it's a sign that streaming is professionalizing like yeah. people like drake are interested in live streaming on the other hand it's like okay is it interesting what? in live streaming or is it interested in money? Well, it could be both, but like live streaming has grown up is what it means. But on the other hand, it's like there are other better places to live stream, which I think is like the lesson here. Because like, I don't know, like Facebook gaming knows that they can't keep disguised toast even exclusively. Like they know yeah. that like 
like he would not re-up his contract if he wasn't allowed like if he weren't allowed to do things like stream on twitch occasionally so i don't know i think i think what we'll see like the 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 where I wanted to go with this is like, I think what we'll see in the future is we'll see these contracts either getting really like more, like really like much more hard, much harder or much more flexible. Cause I think honestly, like if you're a creator and you, you're stream, you want to go to Facebook or like Facebook approaches you with an offer and you see disguised toast being able to stream on Twitch still and still like do both things. Like, I think that's a much more appealing deal than going to something like YouTube where you're just locked in. Right. Yeah. Like, like you're never actually like when these people talk when they do the conversions right so you have like a shroud for example who you know right. fifty thousand concurrence whatever blah 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 science contract goes to mixer now he gets maybe five to eight thousand same thing with ninja it's like you don't really convert that many people from twitch to go over like they're not right. going to do it like they're just not like you can ask people maybe like 10 percent of the actual concurrence they mm -hmm. have on that platform are actually from twitch and the rest of just people are like oh my god ninja's on fucking mixer yeah. let me watch ninja I just can't imagine who's not jealous of Disguised Toast right now. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I everybody mean, must be, yeah. It comes down to the money, right? Because Microsoft is going to lock you in just as much as Twitch and is like, hey, because they're using Ninja yeah. and Shroud and advertising, right? Like, in No, I mean, I, I, I can tell you for certain that they are locking these people in. These are exclusive yeah. contracts. And so Caffeine may have been a pioneer locking people like Drake into non-exclusive contracts. I mean, it's it's a smart way to keep your client happy, and it's also the opportunity here is that if you do stream on, like for example, Twitch, where you have your audience, you can yeah. probably convert some of those people to go over to Facebook right. Gaming. It's a savvy like, move for Facebook. If you're if you're in third place, it's very smart. I think if you're Twitch, if you're Twitch, it's a different calculation because you don't want your people leaving. Uh, but that said, Disguise Toast does not have his partner checkmark. He's an affiliate. He's back in the like the regular pool, but he's still pulling wild numbers. Which yeah. you know what? Good for him. But also, speaking of bad Twitch streamers, Gabe, I think it's time, Gabe. Gabe, I think it's time. I'm you not even going to name her. Is it in the slate? Is it, is it on the slate? I didn't write it, it down. It? What? What's Whoa. her name? What's her name? Tell me your name, Bijan. Uh, it is Invader V. And play, yo, Zune, play this clip. Roll that clip. It doesn't really oh, matter how much money you make or how much money it's you have. Clip. That's really the thing, because I'm not asking you for a large financial contribution. If it costs $20 to sub, $20 is quite a bit of money. $20 is you can get a full meal for $20, and the difference of $20 and eating a meal is in that $20, like that's where it is. But a sub is $5. At maximum, in whatever your currency is, it's maybe $10. And it doesn't matter how broke you are, if you have time to watch Twitch, you have you have ten dollars truly if you don't have ten dollars you probably don't have time to watch twitch because you should be working you should be trying to earn money uh it's not a ton it's not a ton, like of, a ton money. of money so being like i'm broke i can't afford to sub it, that doesn't really track what you mean to say is to say i'm is... so irresponsible with my money i can't support the entertainment that i enjoy <laughs> that's what that means. that's what that it doesn't really stop the clip stop it Oh, I was get doing her off. Get I was doing a face that whole time, and I was like trying to blink "help me" in Morse code with my eye, with my like oh. my, my eyelashes. All right, didn't work. In Invader V, Invader whatever, Invader of bad fucking opinions. All right, listen, I can understand from one point, like if you're if you're addressing your regulars, I guess you could somehow make a conversation. But like, hey, if you watch, this I don't every think day, that's true because your regulars I'm just doing the devil's advocate for a second because I'm still we're still gonna fucking flame her. You could probably make that argument, but in reality, saying that it's not a ton of money to give me ten dollars, it's not. It's not. It doesn't really track. How does that like? 
People who watch Twitch, this is a free form of medium and content they can consume, right, Bijan? It doesn't cost them $5 to get HBO. It doesn't cost them $5 to get Country or whatever. These people tune in at the end of their workday. Maybe they're having in the background at their workplace. They're not necessarily being actively watching. A lot of people watch in the background, right? For you to say that you don't have money and essentially begging for donations when you're sitting around like fucking $100 plus in plushies? In plushies. Get the fuck out of here. In plushies. You're talking about money. You saying you don't have good responsibilities, good habits, etc. You bought a hundred plus dollars in plushies. Your pillow that's covering your fucking ass is like I'm not even gonna go ahead, Bijan. <laughs> Yo, you said it way better than I could. I was gonna be like, yeah, she just doesn't know what work means. Like that's just like I, that was I couldn't even I couldn't even relate to the clip because I was like, this is a person who fundamentally like like. I, I, you know what? I generally think people can be saved. You know, I think that people are good at heart generally, sometimes, most of the time, some people. And this is just one of those things where I'm like, I can't even like consider you a human being if you say shit like this. It's like you've like oh, clearly man. never tried to like think about somebody else's life and think about what they might be going through or what their struggles might actually be or why they might be using the free service that you broadcast on for free. Yeah. And it's like, what? Come on. Come on. Like, we're better than this, right? We're not, but like, or at least she's not. What am I saying? But uh, it's 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 one of those things that like is actually, frankly, like right now is like more disgusting to me than ever because like, holy shit, man, fucking twenty six million people submitted unemployment claims in the U.S. in the last like three weeks. That is fucking like a sixth of our country's workforce. That yeah. means like ten dollars matters more than ever, and it's so fucked that you like if you're so insulated that you can't see that. Like that is that is just disgusting to me. It's like it's, it's like you haven't even tried to engage with the people around you, the people who are your fucking viewers who are paying you, and it's just like you you just you you're just in another fucking planet. You're on another planet where like nothing matters. And like you know what? If you can stay there, good for you. But fuck off. I mean, when you get to sit on your fat ass fucking pillow, that's huge as hell. It looks like a goddamn cloud and making these Gabe. opinions and assumptions. Gabe, I'm turning red. I'm turning red. We got it. We, 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 we do have we do have a clip that was made of a parody that Zune has queued up for you guys to see. It was made by <laughs> here we go. Let's check, let's check it out. I, I forget his name, but it's funny as hell. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. This I think I saw this. Did this I see this? Great. I don't know. His we'll name is Pachyon. Pachyon. Hey, there she is. Pachyon. Pachyon. Tachyon. The particle. Play the clip, Zune. It doesn't matter how much money you make. <laughs> Just asking you to give that money to me. I, look, whatever money you would use for food, wow. just sub to me with that money. That's all I'm asking. I'm not a bully, Yo, all right? It's not like a large amount. I'm just asking for your love, your support, and all your lunch money. No, no, no. I don't believe you if you say that you are on unemployment. I'm, look, you're probably just a kid. And people are disappointed in you. I'm not trying to make you feel bad for having less money, but I might be implying you should feel bad. Um, <laughs> that's that was fire. Okay, that was fire. That was. Fire. I mean, also him, him, him getting his entire plushie setup as well. But you know, just that's a commitment. Yeah, we stand, we stand. Pokemane, Pokemane also made a video. We won't get into the video because we're we're we gotta get Rod Rod eventually. Um. Pokemon made a video really quickly where she also addressed it saying, I don't like this shit. Keep it off my platform. You can see her tweet 
And just because she's just saying, like, people are struggling at the end of the day to, like, to make ends meet. Like, 96% of the workforce is unemployed right now or something like that. No, no, no it's a sixth. A full, like, a one sixth. sixth. That is so many people. That is yeah. an insane number of people. Matter of fact, I'm thinking 96% because I think 96% of the New York workforce. That's, that, that was my, my, my messed up part. Um, but also... You know, one of their friends, I think his name was Destiny or something like that, commented saying mm -hmm. that, oh, no, you just sitting there on your moral high horse. Dude, nobody at the end of the day would say that who has a good moral compass in right. this climate. That just doesn't make so, any sense. I mean, even in, even in the other, like, even in a regular sort of climate. But yeah. the funny thing about Pokemon was, like, the other week, somebody asked her to, like, refund their donation. Because I think we talked about this, but she yeah. was just like, they were like, hey, like, I... I need that $6 back. I just got laid off. And she was like, I hope you're joking. But like, yeah, if you just submit like a PayPal claim and I'll, you know, I'll do it. I'll work which on is it like, if I can get it. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the, the totally opposite sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah. We, we do stand Pokemon at, at three. That's super late at three. We, we yeah. stand. We stand. But coming up, we have Ugh. a man with good, sometimes even bad opinions. I like him. A lot of people don't, but he's, more, he's great. He's more a legend than a myth. I would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He very rarely makes video appearances. We got Rod Reslaw Slasher coming Slasher up. Slasher himself. We're gonna throw it to a break though. Yeah. So we can like Toss. do all the fiddly stuff. So we gotta make sure he works. You know, his camera's not freezing. <laughs> Catch y'all later in a second. Stay tuned. Number one, esports consultant, who's also wearing a pretty grailed death t-shirt, Phantom Metal. New York City's own Rod Breslaw. He's also known as right. Key Daddy. Hello, Key Daddy. Key Daddy. Okay, Tell that intro. Know. That intro was really pretty good, and I'm going to use this intro and clip it. And when I'm, I'm doing the Scuff Podcast tonight, um, and Trainwreck <laughs> always does the worst, the worst intros ever. Like I don't think I've ever had a show who's introed me worse than what he does. I'm gonna play this for him and let him know how a real host is supposed to introduce someone. Oh my Thank gosh. you, Gabe. Gave you did me right. Compliment. God, that's what, man. First of all, that's what we can offer any of our guests is being done right. Nah, Wait, man, also, a compliment from Slasher is huge, bro. He, no, no, Gabe's, Gabe's right. I wasn't going to do this, but before the show, you actually mentioned the death shirt, and I didn't know that you knew knew what even death. So you, re like, knowing that and knowing the shirt, now you are eternally have my respect. I will give you props on giving me the intro. Probably if that didn't happen, I wouldn't, wouldn't do that. <laughs> High class leak boy. Hello. Uh, how are you so doing? <laughs> we're doing we're doing fine in the face of some challenges here here in our respective studios but yo well we're all new yorkers oh yes you know but you know how the, you know how the pipes here are it fucking sucks the internet doesn't work are you on spectrum unfortunately are you spectrum 2 gabe no nah, i got that files I'm oh good. you're you, you are good he, we are screwed. Luxury, bro. <laughs> Uh, you actually just made a pretty great tweet right now, uh, Rod. It was because we're going to talk about Valorant, of course, which is the thing on everybody's tongue. Mm -hmm. uh, Valorant may have the current online hype, but Fortnite still retains the cultural mainstream moment, i.e., Travis Scott. Can you go into detail about that? How do you feel? I mean, yeah, I mean, the Travis Scott um, concert just finished, and it it actually was incredible. Like, yeah. Epic, you were there. I mean, I watched it mm. on on twitch and yeah we're all there we're all there in in spirit which actually makes it so cool uh epic did an incredible they use the skybox they use this new engine this new modified mm -hmm. fortnite engine that they've been updating to create like legitimately one of the best 
world live experiences ever probably in a virtual in a virtual realm and it was just the travis and travis scott is awesome but it was, yeah. it was really just the travis scott concerts they did fantastic and yeah so i mean fortnite is always going it has been the mainstream game obviously it did so much through 2018 and 2019 to bring like esports and gaming to where we are now and although you know a little bit of the polish has uh, slipped off uh, people are very upset for good reason at epic games and the way that they've actually treated the game the fortnite game and why it is having um problems although all these things have happened it is still by far the most mainstream game maybe call of duty is there because it's just been around forever and Activision does a yeah. lot and it also has a lot of mainstream appeal but fortnite still does things and obviously this travis scott is a great example that valorant is not going to be able to do it's a whole different market it's a whole different um, fandom and the way that we think about games and Fortnite is still on top in terms of creating this unique experience for the mainstream that you know people that aren't gamers will like and and you know experience so there's so two it, different games go ahead so Dijon. Fortnite Fortnite is the Nintendo of esports is what I'm getting from this um they've done a pretty good job of making it casual it's still a shooting game like yeah. when it comes down to it and that's what it is kind of so, very cool so the, the reason i say that is because i'm actually very interested in uh in valorant because like f to me like a person who hasn't played it uh and a person who hasn't really played csgo but has watched some like streams and stuff is like it seems like valorant is like a totally different experience it's much it's much more like closer to a tactical like hardcore experience and i'm, I'm curious like where you think that like where you think they're going with the market like where like who you who do you think they're trying to target with the positioning of the game and like its gameplay and secondly like what makes it different than other shooters on the market right now like what's what's the secret sauce yeah um i mean you know it's supposed to be it, i think in my mind for riot it is supposed to be kind of how fortnite what fortnite did for mm -hmm. for like it is a third person shooter but for what, what fortnite did for like that genre of shooters they want to do for tactical shooters they want to yeah. and counter-strike is already hugely popular but they yeah. want to make valorant as many people don't know this but crossfire is actually the most popular game in uh, china and yeah. and mm -hmm. and korea for for mate for pc first person shooter and then on top of it as you mentioned they have a huge mobile game franchise and they actually have like hundreds of millions of people playing that game that no one really talks about so riot wants to with valorant um you know there's a reason that it's kind of i mean it's their style they didn't they weren't going to make a, a like a militaristic tactical yeah. shooter like riot yeah, games sure, with sure. with a with a fantastical game like league of legends and just everything that they do there they, that was never gonna um happen so that was always going to be the identity of the game it was always going to have magical abilities and it was always going to have you know cooldowns and all this other stuff, stuff you find from um you know moba games or you know, people compare it to overwatch but you know mm. whatever i don't actually think that's totally cs um, overwatch i mean yeah yeah like but uh, honestly honestly i think a lot of people will overlook this if overwatch never existed right yeah i still think valorant would have came out with almost the same game it feel because they are still riot games a lot of their inspiration is coming from league and from moba they're yeah. not they, yeah they're taking stuff from overwatch and they they've definitely seen everything that blizzard has done with the hero shooter genre and they've applied a lot of that they definitely have applied a lot of the things that they've learned from the hero shooters and what blizzard has done but i do i still think the game 
would have ended up being kind of similar if Overwatch and Hero Shooters had never existed because it would have pulled cooldown abilities and other mm -hmm. stuff from MOBAs, which is what Overwatch did in the first place. Overwatch brought in League of Legends or Dota type of stuff into the game. So it's not like a far-fetched thing to think that. Right. Riot would have did that anyway, and Overwatch could have never existed, and oh, this whole narrative of the Overwatch thing wouldn't be real, even if so it wasn't there. So with Valorant, right, you have over 10,000 plus hours in CSGO. You are a man <laughs> of culture. When... And and over about, I'm going to say 7,500 hours in Overwatch. Okay. Oh, wow. Pretty pretty close, pretty close. Who do you like think that. this shooter is for? Because you have people who have different opinions. You know, people like CS may necessarily like Valorant. People like Overwatch may like Valorant. Where's the cinema between who is this for? Um, It definitely is for basically the in and for people that have never played CS before as well. I think that is the third one, the third most popular. You have CS players who, I mean, like the divide between, look, the game that it is compared most to and that it is most alike is 100% Counter-Strike. There is no other game. It, it is it is not more like Overwatch with Counter-Strike stuff. It is not like taking stuff from Call of Duty or PUBG or Apex or any other things. It is literally Counter-Strike with ability so if the game that is going to be taking the most amount of players from uh would be cs now the problem and the benefit for them is two things um you know first the problem is that cs is such an old game and yeah. has such a, a community a diehard community that has been with this game for over 20 years now and the longer that a game has been out and a longer that a community has been cemented um, good examples are Quake, Counter-Strike, uh, mm -hmm. Street Fighter, Tekken, yep. and and Melee. They are very they are um, more protective of of what they've built, especially because it's been around for such a long time. They've tried to preserve yeah. the um, the identity of the movement and how it's unique, and to make it special to and make it individual. Because not all games are the same, and not all communities are the same. Even though esports has definitely commercialized a lot of stuff, and a lot of things feel a lot of the same a lot of the time. It's not supposed to be. There are a lot of have this unique identities. So Counter-Strike is going to have a lot of diehard fans. It's like, no, fuck Valorant. I'm not sure if I can curse on the show. I'm just assuming yeah, it can. Yeah, you can. Yeah, of, can. Course, of course. Please curse as much as you want. It's yeah. a scuff podcast, right? Just go yeah, ahead. Of course. Fuck Valorant. I'm not never playing that baby fucking game for kids bullshit in my life. I'm a real fucking man. I play Counter-Strike. Really? The, That's you? Or are you talking to somebody else? No, I'm, I'm saying this is a good portion of the community. A, okay. a large portion of the already Counter-Strike player base which is now it's continuing to peak it's at what one point it just hit a new peak of 1.3 million um concurrent players a large portion of them are going to be like i'm never playing this kid baby shit fuck yep. valorant forever i played the most elite game mm -hmm. valorant is easier and there are a lot of um, aspects of valorant that make it easier is, even is, though i think there are ways to make it is valorant easier yeah, i think so in uh, some way in some ways yes especially Val shooting Shoot Valorant makes it basic. easier for casuals to play. Like, if you go into CS right now, you've never played CS, you're getting fucking smacked the entire time. There's no fun to have. No, no. and that is that is just purely based on the shooting mechanics. Of, um, the abilities make it kind of harder. It actually makes the abilities are thing that makes it um, harder and more complex. But if you're like a casual person, because the game is still closest to Counter Strike. Um, and, and one of the major concerns for a lot of people, including myself, is the impact of the abilities over the gunplay. Um, a lot of the reason that we are playing the game and a lot of the reason that Overwatch has a lot of complaints for the game is that the abilities took over 
I, all of the gun type of yeah. things within it's a bag the game. of skittles bro right, right, right. yeah overwatch like yeah overwatch i mean overwatch is never intended just to be a first person shooter but it, it still is in first person shooter mode and a lot of people played it to be a first person shooter mm -hmm. so when all of the other shields and stun and and um bubbles and all and crowd control like make playing overwatch such a like an insanely yeah. um horrific experience and to time. watch too as a viewer, yeah, it's like it's if you don't play, over, you don't know what the hell is going on. You got this person flying through air. This guy's got a big shield. You got some fat person running around shooting and pulling guys in. I don't know Scorpion was in the game. It's 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 a ridiculous game. It's hard to follow, and that's why it's kind of dead, don't you think so, Rod? It's definitely hurt the player base. Like the, a lot of the yeah. first-person shooter players that came over from my like T Fortress Two. Mm -hmm. um, or came from other games and wanted to play Overwatch, got really turned off by not being able to aim or shoot anything. Like, it didn't matter how many, you could get 20 headshots in a row, but they would yeah. get healed to full, or they'd have a bubble, or they'd right. get res, or whatever would happen, and it wouldn't matter or anything. So people are concerned about for this game. But even saying that, um, if you're a really good aimer, you can still go into a Valorant game right now and get and get 40, 50 kills pretty all much. All aim, no game. brain. You yeah, can all, all the Counter-Strike pros that are just playing Valorant, you can just be garbage at the abilities and still go in and randomly just destroy everyone. So because of that, it is very difficult for um, random people if you do not have aim to play this game. It is going to be a rough experience. It is going to yeah. be easier. So the aiming is harder in Counter-Strike. So they made the aim, the, 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 the number one thing that you do in the game, which is shooting people. They've made that aspect easier, which is good, because it's yeah. going to allow people to mm -hmm. like have an easier time. But it is definitely harder in over at uh, Counter-Strike to hit people. So I do have a question, which is like, what do you think is going to happen when when this game gets out of beta and like everyone can play it? Like, what do you, how do you think things are going to change? Because right now it seems like it's existing in this like really beautiful hyper specific like everyone who's playing the game right now and streaming the game are people who like like who like the game and are like would do it anyway and like are they're, they're like sort of the ideal customer like what do you think it's gonna like what's gonna happen you know whenever it hits the open market um i mean i'm coming at this as much as a player of the game as i am like an industry you know in right. insider or a person that looks at the I industry guess, and i, I guess mainly I'm... come at it as a player but what do you I guess I'm thinking like, you know, eternal September where, where it's like a bunch of people log on and they don't know the culture and it's like things just break and they suck. Like, I'm just curious, like, what do you, what do you think is going to happen in terms of like a bunch of people who've never like played Counter-Strike start playing Valorant? What happens? Um, nothing, honestly. I think okay. that, I actually don't think any of that matters as yeah. long as, um, because developers have matchmaking and skill levels and ranks mm -hmm. and all that other mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. is if you're bad, you play with other bad people. And the way that developers have created the algorithms and the system has actually been pretty good now. Like if you bronze or whatever, or platinum overwatch or bronze and league or whatever, you have, will have an okay time because you're playing against other people from your skill. That is not really an issue okay. that I think is going to be yeah. a problem. The much, 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 much bigger concern for me is someone who played uh, Overwatch closed beta from day one, loved the game, loved Overwatch in closed beta, mm -hmm. and watched it over time because of the game itself and the gameplay um, get worse. For me, my experience of the gameplay getting worse was 
I think, as we can see now, pretty reasonably expressed for everybody. And that has caused all of the other issues for Overwatch. The gameplay getting worse is what causes all of the other problems. I mean, there are a few things. Developers not communicating causes problems. And the gameplay getting worse are usually the two main things. It's usually not like some other communal aspect of like new people coming in and that cause them. Of course I can do things. You get stupid like stories about Fortnite addiction or whatever, which isn't, which isn't yeah, real, yeah. which it's isn't not, real. Yeah, for sure. Stupid. So, so you'll, you'll probably get some of that shit, but the main concern is that Valorant turns into what happened to Overwatch. And is that right. as Overwatch got released into open beta and then launched in the full game, people got really good at figuring out one, the meta, and figuring out, too, how to perfectly use all of the abilities and cooldowns with all of the other heroes and champions to make things as hard as possible for the other team on the game. And if you have pro players that are exploiting and pushing to the max what you can find in terms of the meta and everything, they are definitely going to be using the abilities the most to to maximize potential. Yeah, people are going to be practicing your aim. People are practicing headshots and all that other stuff. People, people did, did that in Overwatch, too. But overwhelmingly, we saw all of the other things, uh, including the abilities and cooldowns and all that other stuff, um, affect the gameplay and then affect the gameplay so much that that caused toxicity, like in a bunch mm-hmm. larger way throughout the community. So if in Valorant, people start figuring out crazy combos with yeah. all of the, the way um, smokes. The, the, yeah, and there was already like tons of shit. I mean, you can see the breaches flash is kind of really stupid overpowered. Sage is still in Sage. Imagine what would you think? I'm a Sage main, like so like I've been playing Breach Sage man. and Sova that the, the yeah, you're a smart person. But Sage is fucking the probably the most OP character 100%. in the entire game. 100%. You give a character a heal and a tactical shooter and a res and all this shit. And, <laughs> and, and a wall and, that doesn't and go a away wall. for forever. And what did you think was going to happen? Now, in um, in Riot's defense, I understand they're just trying to test stuff. But in Blizzard's defense, too, we told them really early on. Like, I remember in closed beta, because I had, you know, I ran the professional Discord. I had Blizzard people and pros in this Discord. I, we, would just, we would just yell at Blizzard, like, all fucking day in the closed beta <laughs> for problems of 2 CP. For oh, assault man. And, and for p and for things like um like back then they had no hero limit we had to pressure blizzard to put one hero limit which made the game um, like a million times better because they were like i don't want to do this we yeah. intended the game to be multiple look no you fucking idiot obviously <laughs> it took three weeks to figure out that we would just make the game a living nightmare if you keep it the way it is and valorant <laughs> there is potential it's already been a few weeks and we're, we're almost like a, almost a full month in now and people are kind of figuring shit out. Give this another few months and metas will be formed and people will maximize all the smokes that you can't push until 20 yeah, yeah. seconds left and they'll mm-hmm. ult you like and people will figure out how to get all the ult points on the maps and the best way to like rotate ults so that you'll get ults every like two or three rounds instead of like every four or five or six rounds which is what the, the intention is. And people are going to break the shit out of this game. And if Riot does not does not um like help push the game in the in a good in a good direction is subjective obviously but i do not think jeff kaplan did the right thing so to speak yeah. for how they handled overwatch and if, if riot does not handle the i don't think epic hand, has handled fortnite as well if riot fucks this up like every other yeah. developer scene yeah people are gonna get pretty upset uh, 
I think so Riot you, has a good track record keeping their audience happy. I think they're very smart with like developing things. As long as they don't like introduce, like as Arpanine said, 10,000 new agents in year one and go really slow with their new champs. I think what I think would be good is they've given specific uh, ability points to alts. Like maybe Sage's res should be worth more. It shouldn't be as accessible as like a Breach's alt, right? Like adding those differences between the champs would probably make a right, better right. experience where things wouldn't be as OP. But by the way, who do you like if you had to break down your top five? A matter of fact, no, if you had to get, say, because you know, once you get in the game, you have to get, you have to unlock contracts to get agents. Who would yeah. you get first as a new player? I think breaches um, out, right? Yeah. Like as a new player, or are you just trying to play? I mean, the, the so best. Tell the best... me, when I, when I boot up Valorant, who should I try <laughs> and get first? You Breach. should be playing Sage. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Every new player should be playing Sage. You have a self heal. Like th okay. there, right. there's no other character that can do. You, and it you, forces you, you to take be a team player. Yes, yes. Ooh, you, play your, player. you play a support character. It forces you to be a team player, and you can heal yourself um, yeah. after you miss all your shots and lose every gunfight. And also, you could hold your like perfect example, Bijan. If you came in with Sage on like Dust Three, <laughs> and you went there, and someone was pushing you on B site or A site, you could easily easily close off that site with your wall and give your teammates a good time to rotate if there was a full push. Mm -hmm. So it's just it's more accessible, and you bring more value to your team as a whole if you play as a Sage. Interesting. Well, I'm I, I'm gonna play this game this weekend, and hopefully things go well. And I'm like, oh Slash, hey, I'm gonna in the give beta you the beta. Too. <laughs> You're things not gonna carry. Things are not going to go well for you. I'm just giving you the straight up answer. You are going okay. to get shit on if you do. If you have not played not only Counter Strike, but if mm -hmm. you've not played first person shooters like extensively, um, the only good news for you is that the matchmaking is kind of like random whatever in the air. So there are other shitters like you who will populate your game. So you playing the other shitters may make it more even. But you could run into people like me who are just going to kill you literally every single round, and you Got might it. and you I might end it. up like two and you might end up two and twenty three at the end of the game. And honestly, I hate your life. that seems fine. That seems fine. Look, uh, you say it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a it's a learning process, right? <laughs> we'll uh, see how long that lasts. Yeah, I we'll mean, see, I we'll hope see. so. It really, this hey. game being a hardcore game is a good. It is a good keep, thing. I'll keep you both posted on how this goes. <laughs> I got one more question. You need to carry. You need to carry. You I definitely do. need to carry. Uh, you probably hit up Jim Basco. He's pretty good at the game. Bijan. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so right now. CSGO had its big issue with the source code getting leaked and now people's accounts can be compromised, et cetera. Valorant's looking in a really good position with where it's at right now. Do you think that Valorant over the course of, let's say, three years could be could take CSGO's spot? Because okay. Valve is very slow with like updates for their game. True. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's just kind of clarify a second. Let's bring back almost, it's like we have a memory of like 24 hours. Uh, yeah. One Valve did come out, and then obviously I'm not going to just believe everything that all developers say. I don't get to that that point um, and the second point in a moment. So when Valve said that um, the source code getting leaked uh, for Team Fortress and Counter-Strike, it was not going to affect anyone on the current version of the game, and it will not affect any matchmaking services. People do not have to uninstall. People should not be uh, concerned about being compromised. I actually like to take Valve's word on it on this type of stuff. Of everything, Valve is good at technology and making sure shit is not all fucked up. So um, I actually would sure. take them serious. I wouldn't be totally concerned um, for any of the kind of striker team fortress leaks. Um, and it was only three days ago when the entire fucking internet went insane over Riot's anti-cheat system being basically malware installed on your computer um, that is always running. And mm -hmm. that is actually probably a much bigger 
Um, <laughs> right. And that is still going to be a major issue. People do not want to play Valorant because the anti-cheat is always running on your computer. Um, and Riot basically has access, more intense access than any other developer. I did do some research yeah. after I tweeted all that, and I talked to you know some people about Epic. Um, they they own Easy Anti-Cheat, and they own they own yeah. two anti-cheats. Yeah. Um, and then like Blizzard has Warden, and this seems to be the most intrusive one. And mm -hmm. there's already fuck tons of cheaters. So anything that really? like, you ran into cheaters, I yeah, man. I personally run into cheaters. I've seen tons of videos running into cheaters. I have pros telling me all the time they're running into cheaters. So the effect of them is stopping the cheaters, not doing great so far. Gotta gotta say, we keep going three weeks old. And they have this huge, um, uh, you know, insane story about, um, you know, the anti-cheat. So let's let's just not give them the pass. Now, but your original question, will it be beating Valorant? I think the most I mean, important CSGO. thing. CSGO. CSGO, sorry. Is that um, if it takes off in Asia and it, it being huge in, in China and huge in Korea and then it taking off in Southeast Asia and South America, especially Brazil, is paramount to this game be the most successful game more than Counter-Strike over anything else. Yeah. It's probably going to go toe-to-toe -to -toe um with counter strike in na and it'll probably lose out to cs in uh eu and it'll superly lose out to cs in russia and cis but it's mm -hmm. way in to be the number one game is korea and china specifically and to beat out crossfire crossfire is a major competition as much as counter-strike is competition crossfire is a serious competition so if they make a huge breakthrough in korea and china which is very plausible considering it is riot and it is tencent um they're going to push the shit out of this fucking game uh in, Valor in china. mobile i mean uh, there's already been some stuff data mined for valve yeah to seem that that is actually Asher with the fucking leaks always Let's go bro. we got a leak on our show bro so, so that's oh, yeah. so, that is very likely i i do see valorant becoming bigger than cs worldwide yes internationally yeah. i do think valorant will be the, the biggest first person shooter bigger than league of legends lastly no no chance in hell <laughs> all right that's a hell of a note to end on rod thank you so much for coming guys thank you, you can find me. rod on twitter at slasher if you didn't know he's the only one he's got a fat ass check you can find him anytime. Check. yeah thank you so much rod thank you Cool. All right. That's uh, it for the show, Bijan. You want to wait, 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 oh, wait, wait. I got one thing. We didn't forget you guys, Animal Crossing players. I know we talked a lot about Valorant, but the new update is sick. Watch out for the art forgeries. And if you didn't get an Animal Crossing like Switch, yep. you can buy Animal Crossing skins for your Switch yep. and your Joy-Cons. Or hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, he's gone. Wait, 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 wait. We got some shit. to build hype. This isn't happening now, but it's happening in the future. Get ready for some hype shit. Nintendo Switch Animal Crossing giveaway coming soon. When we come out of open beta. We still got one, baby. Anyway, thank you all so much for watching. One more thing, Bijan, real quick. Okay. Also, just because this is something that we did, you can also get access to the 368 Animal Crossing wardrobe collection online oh if you go to our twitter we are friend and crow tx they made an entire our entire suite of clothes so if you go to our twitter you can find the post for it all the codes are there so you can rock three Honest, honestly it's pretty hype all right i have, I have a go ahead i love it oh okay, right, is it my time is it my turn go ahead i'm done i'm done okay thank you guys so much for watching uh is again it's me your host Bijan steven and my inimitable co-host inimitable
the thickest man alive, thickest Gabe Oliveira. You can it. find him online and me online at the places listed in our bios. There you go. Good night. All right. See you next Good Thursday, luck. 7 p.m. See you next Thursday, 7 p.m. Thank <laughs> you.